Trade deadline of the NFL is today, and nobody got traded. Hopefully more trades will happen in the Rice Dynasty as we head into week nine, one week away from our trade deadline. John, I think we need more trades, right? More trades with me. Uh, Less trades with Michael. A lot less, guys. Just calm down on the Michael trades, unless unless you're, you're taking stuff from him. Um, stop giving him your players that are just injured. Like David Johnson's going to be fine. He's day to day. Like this guy is, he's coming back soon. Like, I don't know why Quinn's freaking out. Uh, still, still a very good player. Don't know. Uh, don't know why, uh, Kenyon Drake coming to Arizona is, is such a big deal here. Um, yeah, I'm confused, but, uh, hopefully, hopefully we get some, uh, Hopefully we got a more exciting trade trade deadline than the NFL. Those guys are boring. They're all scared, scared to make trades. Quinn wasn't scared though. Quinn made <laughs> Quinn made the deal. Yeah, I got yeah. David Johnson. I guess that's one uh, way you could put it. <laughs> Quinn was not scared <laughs> to make the deal. Um, in reality, though, I mean Quinn got a first round pick. He got two young starters. So, I mean, it's not like he got nothing out of this deal. But yeah, there was another another Michael Carey trade made this week, and I'm happy about it. Quinn, this was unfair. Quinn, I'm directly talking to you now. Quinn, I wasn't even awake. I woke up to this whole plethora of messages here. All right, and it was like a story unfolding in my eyes. Quinn, me- Quinn messaged like, by the way, David Johnson's going for super cheap. I was like, oh shit, I gotta text Quinn about it. But then I scrolled down a little bit more, and I was like, oh. But I was also thinking in my head, like, oh, my God, Kenyon Drake was traded. Michael, Michael's got Walton now. That's pretty sick. And then I was like, oh, never mind. He doesn't have Walton anymore. And then I I saw who you got from, from Mr. Mark Walton and Hunter Renfro. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why can't I trade random people I'm deep in my bench for David Johnson? I would like to do that. <laughs> Please. I, 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 there was a first-round pick. First round pick too for yeah. a twenty-seven year old running back. Yeah, it's not uh, like David Johnson's a young man. Yeah, first round pick's nice for sure. That's probably the best part of the trade for Quinn. Hunter Renfro had one good week. I'm not confident that he's a star or something all of a sudden. And then still Mark, a rookie. Yeah, Mark Walton is fine, and if he was good, he's still on the Dolphins. So that just like we're just we've just discussed. Kenny, we've we've always talked about Kenyon Drake, and I mean he's been on the Dolphins his whole career, and there's been points where he seems talented, but he's just been on the Dolphins, and that's the whole thing. Everyone's been like Kenyon Drake's good; he's just on the Dolphins. Um, so that's a huge complaint for Mark Walton right there. Even if he is talented, he's on the Dolphins. Mark Walton is good; he's just on the Dolphins. <laughs> Possibly. We'll never know because he's on the Dolphins. Well, he won't know. No, Mark Walton will be fine. Well, Mark Walton can start for Quinn in the flex. Like, he just played Pittsburgh this week, and Pittsburgh has one of the best run defenses in the league. So, yes, he had a tough week this week, but he'll be fine. He's going to score like 10 points a game. Speaking of it, James White watch. Do you know what he scored again this week, John? Yeah, of course. Another 10.1 game. 10.10 is what I like to call it, Michael, all right? Double 10 for Mr. James White. He needs to change his number to 10. Like this whole 28 number, I'm not buying it. He needs to change his number to 10. I I would love – actually, I would love if he did 28 every week instead. Could you do that, James White? No, no, no. Change it to 10. Just chat. Especially not this week, John. Yes, 28. It's rivalry week. Yes, it is. Uh, The one week where we play each other, Michael. It's happening again. Uh, And we're podcasting together. Uh, I can't wait for that prediction. Time for the trash talk to begin. The rivalry week. I'm in a much better place than I was last year when we faced off. Because I'm pretty sure you killed me last year. Uh, I can't In our one matchup. Well, I'll check, but you go ahead if you want to kick off the the power rankings for this week. Power rankings. Okay, power rankings. My power rankings have been shooketh. 
um, buy some trades and buy. I mean, last week was pretty and weird. Um, honestly, a bunch of bad teams had really good weeks, but uh, this team is bad and he still had a bad week, so it's easy to keep him at number 10. Alex, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, he's still uh, he's still got Kirk Cousins in his starting spot right now going into this week against Tom, so he's confident. He's like, he's worth a first round pick, I promise you guys. 14 points that's a fluke, that's a fluke. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've 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 talked about Alex's team like crazy here. Uh they're pretty bad. So, and and I got a What's happened with uh, the Ertz Goddard situation here? Goddard is slowly taking his spot here. Oh, Dallas Goddard? I love to hear that. Yeah. Uh Ertz is Ertz 3 points last 3 weeks, 3, 4.8 and 5.4. Uh but Goddard has been getting touchdowns. He's been stealing Ertz's. I guess it was I guess even though uh, I lost Disley, or trading Ertz was still fine here uh, because apparently he sucks now. Uh, before I go to my number 10, I did find our matchup from last week. Um, last week. Or from last year, excuse me, <laughs> last year. Uh, week seven, you and I matched off. You defeated me 119 to 92. Hmm. You were starting Carson Wentz, Ezekiel Elliott, the only guy I think on this list who's still on your team. Yes. Yep. Uh, Mark Ingram, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyreek Hill, Zach Ertz, Taylor Gabriel, and Philip Lindsay. So yeah, you have one guy from that team still on how yours. Did, how did Taylor Gabriel do that week? He got four point three. Wow, I was on the hype train. I really thought you thought Taylor Gabriel was going to go off. Um, I was starting Sam Darnold, Corey Clement, (laughs) Tyreek Cohen, Brandon Cooks, Albert Wilson, uh, Evan Ingram, Adrian Peterson, and Carrion Johnson. I think I have like two of those guys. (laughs) Me and you have the most changed teams by far alongside like Tom. A lot of roster turnover since then. And I'm happy about it because – I needed a different roster than Corey Clement. Yeah, your roster is um, much better, so you should be happy about it. I miss Corey, though. R.I.P. to Corey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yes, I am Alex at number 10. Uh, I don't need to say anything else. Alex's team, not good, he, uh, but he does have a chance to win this week. We'll get into that later. All right. Uh, number nine is very different from number 10 because it's very surprising uh, because for me it's Quinn. Yeah. Quinn. Whoa. Quinn has dropped all the way down after this trade. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing else to say, but well, this is, this is a lot from, um, the fact that I think Tom, Max and Adante are looking a lot better in my eyes after last week, uh, because they all did super well and deserve some respect. Quinn, while he is four and four, he's been getting wins by scoring like 90 every time he wins. Basically he's, he bar- he doesn't, he did score 100 against you. He barely gets over 100 still. Um, I, I just don't – now that he's traded away David Johnson, I think he's just traded away a big point getter for him. I, I don't see anyone else on his team that can really accumulate big point games uh, for him. He's got like Carlos Hyde who can – it was like a James White type almost. You can you can guarantee about 10 from him um, in his RB2, I guess. Marlon Max. Marlon Mack and Adam Thielen are probably his two big point getters. And Adam Thielen's injured currently. We'll see if he plays this week against Kansas City. Uh, Marlon Mack's uh, been sort of slow. He finally got a touchdown last week. He's been he's been on and off. Um, and then it's just like Marvin Jones, of course, is it sucks again. I mean, I don't know where he just needs more consistency from some of his wide receivers. Well, Hollywood Brown should finally be coming back. We'll see if he can. If he's uh, if he's good, because uh, there's a lot of hype around him, but honestly, he hasn't been like wowing us fantasy wise so far. Um, That's because he's been injured. Yeah, uh, but even when he was here, he was he scored 32 the first week, but then from then on, he was kind of like meh. Um, so we'll see we'll see how his return goes. It is against New England, so that's almost guaranteed a bad return. Uh, we'll see. We will see. 
Yeah, I just don't. New England's defense is so darn good. And I'd, while Baltimore is probably their best opponent so far, I'm still not that hyped up on Baltimore. We will see. Uh, I do not have Quinn at number eight, at number nine because I have a Dante at number nine because his team is projected to score 43 this week, which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, so Dante, you realize that once you get past the Rams and the Falcons players, he's got like four guys on his team that can actually play. Um, and they're all quarterbacks or Julian Edelman and Travis Kelsey. Like, that's it. He really does not have a lot of depth, as we've talked about many times on this. And he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to go too far in depth on it. But yeah, we're going to give an automatic win to Charlie this week. So that's pretty fun. It makes this league real competitive when literally guys have retired players on their bench. We found out that uh, Mr. Torrey Smith on Adante's bench, he retired three months ago. Like, he's done. He is never going to play again. This isn't like Rob Gronkowski, like, I might come back. I don't know. No, he's like 30 years old, and he doesn't play. Like, he's not good. (laughs) So, uh, I don't understand. Um, Yeah, I'm putting Adante at nine just because I'm really pissed that we're giving Charlie a free win. And you should be mad too, John. You're tied with his record. You should be mad. Oh, that we're giving Charlie a free win? I'm not giving Charlie any free wins here, all right? I think, I mean, Adante has a lot of players from the same team, so I guess it just works out that way. But, I mean, last last year he couldn't have predicted that Atlanta and the Rams would have the same bye week. I'm not going to get mad at him for that. Um, yeah, but he has literally zero. He's not trying hard enough to have depth to replace any of those guys. Yeah, I mean, but there's three best players. I don't think he could find people who could replace Julio Jones, Devonta Freeman, Todd Gurley. He's not even going to have enough people on his team think, to fill those spots, I though. I think even if you imagine that's the equivalent of me having Zeke, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins on by at the same time. Like, I can't even if I put people in, I would lose. Like, those are my three best players. Um, I can't get mad at him there. Like, I think it's more the bye week's fault than his fault. But I agree that is he's at number eight for me. I agree that. I don't know if he would have had a chance, even if he put in like players he would have on, had on his bench if he had better players on his bench Um, because those three, I mean, those three players have been fantastic for him recently, especially last week. They carried him to victory. Um, Even with Matt Schaub, even with Matt Schaub at quarterback, it didn't matter. Uh, But yeah, uh, he's number eight because of, because of what we always say. He just has no, he has nothing on his bench. He's going to have to start Gus Edwards this week. Um, bad. I guess Deontay Johnson and uh, Demarius Thomas are like Demarius Thomas doesn't even. I mean, he was facing the Jags in his first. Or I guess he's been on the Jets. I'm thinking of Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but they're facing Miami this week. Deontay Johnson's been good, and he's a rookie, so maybe he'll get better. Um, that, those are my yeah. only positives. He's number eight. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, number eight. Boy, this is kind of a game time decision. I not decided who I was going to put here. Uh, all right, I'll go with Quinn. Ah, uh, this this hurts. Um, Quinn does have a solid team, top to bottom. Like Marvin Jones is still good. Like yes, he had a bad week against the Giants after his four touchdown game, but he averages out to be a very decent flex play. I think Mark Walton's going to be fine. Hollywood Brown is going to be fine. Adam Thielen's coming back this week. He'll be good. Carlos Hyde, Marlon Mack, two decent running backs to have in your lineup. Like Quinn doesn't have any holes. It's just kind of what we've talked about with Tom's team before. Unless somebody goes off, Quinn's not going to score a ton of points, but he's also never going to give you a game. Like he's always going to score around that hundred range, which means he could win any week, which is why he's four and four and has a decent shot at the playoffs. So I'll put Quinn eight here for now, but I think he's like, there's definitely a gap between him and Alex in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree. Alex is definitely just by far (laughs) pretty awful. I think like the only team I can guarantee is just not going to make playoffs. Everyone else has a chance. Even Tom, who was at two and six. Um, Yeah. Number seven is max for me. Well, what? Yeah. It's seven. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Whatever. What? All right. All right. You want me to have a monitor? Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, well, I'm still not hot. Max's team looked obviously looked fantastic. He scored the most last week, 177 points. Absolutely fantastic. Um, wait, let me get to his game. You got to admit 34 points of that was, um, Latavius Murray, who is not going to be doing that once Alvin Kamara comes, comes back according to early season results. When Kamara was there, Latavius Murray was doing nothing basically every week. Um, so I wouldn't put my faith on Latavius Murray going forward in that flex spot for him. Uh, obviously Tevin, Tevin Coleman, man, what the, what the hell? Um, Tevin Coleman's good. Both Tevin <laughs> scored four touchdowns. Both Tevin Coleman and Aaron Jones are actually pretty similar. In my opinion, they're both, they both had very similar games where they just scored lots of touchdowns, but Aaron Jones had an insane amount of receiving yards too. <laughs> 159 (laughs) yeah for a running back very good very good to say the least um yeah aaron jones is uh he's pretty good he's pretty good definitely max's best asset if melvin gordon can only get off the ground here he's been scoring touchdowns but he's not been rushing it very far uh or getting that many yards uh he'll figure it out he's played tennessee and chicago and pittsburgh like and denver those are all like great rushing defenses he'll be okay honestly this is what this is what you this is what you you ask for if you're max being four and four at this point of the season where kareem hunt is coming back in a week um he's not gonna play john Kareem Hunt's just not gonna play that's your prediction he's not gonna be good he's not valuable behind nick chubb i mean we'll see um Okay. Could be an Aaron Jones, okay. Jamal Williams type situation here. Uh, I guess. We'll, we'll see what happens. Either way, I think Kareem Hunt's going to be worth a flex spot start once Latavius Murray slows down here. Um, yeah, overall, and Emmanuel Sanders caught a touchdown in his debut with the San Francisco 49ers. Only, I think you're only going, going upwards from here uh, once he learns the offense more. Yeah, just a lot of positives out of Max this week. Obviously, you're sitting at 4-4. Four and four team's about to hit full stride here uh playoffs definitely in 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 uh ahead of ahead of max here possibly we'll see what happens yeah i think it's perfectly possible um i'm going with our automatic win this week at seven and i i've said this i think five through eight are all very very close like i'll tell you i have a five in a minute here but five through eight are very very close i have charlie at seven which is a big drop considering I had him at two last week. And John, you were right. You told me two is too high for Charlie. And I was like, no, his team's good. <laughs> and you were right. His team's not that good. You had to start Phillip Rivers last week. Matt Ryan's coming back this week. That'll help, but we'll see how good he is. Um, now that New England's playing better teams, Sony Michelle is slowing down. I don't know how good Alshon Jeffrey's going to be. Philadelphia is just really inconsistent on who gets the ball as we've learned with their running back situation, because I, I know all too well, like you told me, this is was this was a Mike Evans week. Maybe next week will be a Chris Godwin week, but we don't know. Um, Keenan Allen is looking bad, and we are all scared for that because that is that was supposed to be one of Charlie's top players. So with Keenan Allen not looking good, he still doesn't really have a tight end. Royce Freeman is very touchdown dependent because he shares the backfield with Philip Lindsay. He's been a little lucky. Um, T.Y. Hilton will be fine. But yeah, overall, I don't think Charlie is, has this like star power that he had for a while there. And I put him at seven because he's teetering on not making the playoffs. Uh, to be fair for Keenan Allen, he was injured, limited snap count this week. Uh, and I was still surprised as to how many targets he got despite that. I didn't start him in my other in my other league because I thought he was target dependent. But he did drop many. He fell many times, which was sad to watch. I was like, "Oh, just stop playing him. He just keeps falling." Yeah, he's tired. <laughs> His hamstring hurts. Stop. He can't. He can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> he can't stand. Uh, also, the Chargers just fired their offensive coordinator, so maybe something good happens there. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. Uh, six for me is Tom, uh, who had a fant- wow, fantastic okay. week. Fantastic week for Tom. Obviously scored one fifty five. I 
it just it it took this week, you know. Uh, his team's been doing pretty well. He's got great players, and honestly, one of his best players, Derrick Henry, didn't even score that much this week. Uh, Michael Thomas is fantastic, of course. He's got Drew Brees back. He's going to continue to be amazing and be the best wide receiver, uh, which he is like by far. Uh, might be MVP. This guy's good. Um, Kenny Galladay finally showed up which he does every other week, literally every other week he shows up. Every other week, <laughs> yep. Um, DJ Chark returned. Gardner Minshew returned. I mean, just everything was clicking for Tom this week. If he could have a week like this every every week, and he's not down and out. He's only two games back, a playoff spot right now. Tom is certainly not down and out. Joe Mixon looked great. Uh, and They might be depending more on Joe Mixon here now that they, are, they have sat Andy Dalton. And uh, they've got a, I don't even know, Ryan Finley in that quarterback. Yeah, rookie. Yeah. Um, and Tom still has amazing depth. We just depth. We just talked about uh, Jamal Williams, Tyrell Williams, lots of Williams. Uh, but we just talked about how good Jamal Williams is. And he, I, I mean, everyone's talking about how Aaron Jones, how well Aaron Jones did. Jamal Williams still scored 17 points and had two touchdowns there. Uh, so he he's great, even though he's, not the main person in Green Bay. Yeah, Tom's Tom has got a lot of depth, and uh, maybe if maybe if uh, Sterling Shepard sidelined, uh, this Darius Slayton guy will be will be great. Who knows? I'll get to Tom in a little bit. I, I he's in my top five. I'm get six. Um, you might laugh at me. I'm going with the three straight losses of Brentopolis at six. Wowza. Um, yeah, big fall from for Chris here with three straight losses. Christian McCaffrey is still great. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. He has a great start. Josh Jacobs is on a bad team. He's going to be up and down the rest of the year. As talented as I think this guy is. Um, Cooper Cup, again, still great. Him and Christian McCaffrey, awesome players. But, like, his flexes are so weak. Chris has terrible flex players. Like, he had to play D.D. Westbrook, who had negative one points, and Corey Davis, who had one point. Like, those are not good flex plays, and he's going to have to continue to start them or play Devin Singletary, who is super touchdown dependent, which means he's going to be really inconsistent. So, I don't know. As the Patriots' schedule intensifies, Tom Brady's going to be a riskier start. Yes, you'll have Drew Brees coming back, which will be good, but – um yeah, I don't know. I, I Chris's team has just been very up and down, and I I don't know how you can solve that flex position anymore. Like we looked back at his team from week one, and he had like Austin Eckler at his flex. Like that's a great flex play, but he doesn't have any him anymore. He doesn't have a bunch of these players anymore. So yeah, I have him at six. Yeah, uh, I have him at five. Uh, okay, which is where I had him last week. He's just stayed consistent. I mean, I think this was like a. He scored 114, which in comparison to the previous week weeks were was a little bit of a positive uh, because McCaffrey was back off by, did well. Cooper Cup looks super well. Um, yeah, it's just that flex. I, complete, I mean, he's going to have to put Mark Andrews in there and start two tight ends probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a rough situation for him. He's either going to have to trade one of those two tight ends for a flex spot or trust Devin Singletary and Mark Andrews to be flex plays for the rest of the year. Um, so we'll see see what happens for him. I still think I still think he deserves top five because just having Christian McCaffrey on your team is, is, will get you some wins some weeks because he will pop off for 50 every once in a while. That's definitely true. Do you think Chris should make a move at the deadline and go get a flex spot? Absolutely. Um, I think Chris, if he gets a flex, if he trades one of these tight ends for a nice flex spot, he his team immediately becomes uh, a lot better. So, I agree. Yeah, I think Chris is one piece away because if you think about what his starting lineups would be for playoffs, which that's kind of what I've tried to look at now is what is your team going to look like the last three weeks. Like that's when it matters. Like you need to get to the playoffs and just have your lineup set there. So we'd have, you know, a quarterback, either Tom Brady or Drew Brees. That's good. Christian McCaffrey, really good. Josh Jacobs, good. Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, great. 
either Darren Waller or Mark Andrews. I mean, Waller's more valuable this year. Andrews is more valuable for the long term. So you have one of those two guys. You trade the other one, and you put a flex with Odell Beckham Jr., nice. and suddenly your team's a contender yep. again. I mean, seriously, trade one of the tight ends and a first-round pick, go get a decent flex spot, and you're a contender. That's that's it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I keep forgetting he has so many first-round picks. He could easily just tie those two together for something nice. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Like, I I said, like, if you give me a first-round pick and Mark Andrews, I will give you, like, one of the guys on my team, like a Miles Sanders or something, who could be a flex player for you. But he said, no, not good enough. Yeah, that's a great trade so, for him, if you ask that's me. That's your choice. I thought so, too, but he said no. Uh, so, anyway, Chris is six. I have Max at five. Um, for a lot of the reasons that you talked about, Um I really like his team moving forward. Now that Mark, um, Melvin Gordon didn't tr- get traded, Aaron Jones is just so valuable. Even Russell Wilson had an off week, but him and Tyler Lockett, having both of them together, because basically if Russell Wilson scores two passing touchdowns, one of them's bound to be to Tyler Lockett. So you get double the points there, which, as you know, by me getting Adams and Rodgers, that's something I really like. Um, Tevin Coleman is basically an RB2 playing in his flex. Like Tevin Goldman is on basically the best team in the NFC and he's going to score a bunch of points. He'll get Frank Gore back this week. I still think Larry Fitzgerald will be fine. And you can play Emmanuel Sanders now. Like that can be your other flex because Emmanuel Sanders is going to get used a lot in that San Francisco offense. So you're going to have their starting running back and their number one receiver on like the best team in the league. It's pretty good, man. I like Max's team moving forward. I think he is going to make the playoffs. And I think he could actually contend for it. Yeah. That's so Max at five. Especially if he's putting up numbers like this, 177. Pretty darn good. I'm trying I'm trying not to overreact overreact to his huge week, but like I'm just looking at his depth and I feel like he has the pieces to put together that solid full lineup like we were talking yeah. about. Um I mean I like like I've said since the beginning of the year, it's just gonna take time for this lineup to be fully unlocked here um and now it's looking great honestly uh but i don't think we expected like golden tate to look so good since he's come back from the giants there's just been a, we didn't expect having coleman to look so good there's just been a lot of surprises russell wilson's had one of his best years of his career so um it's everything's just coming together for max which is nice which he kind of deserves after the year he had last oh, yeah, year definitely so um yeah nice matt yeah i was texting max over the weekend about his team and i was like dude your team's actually really good and he was like nah i'm just getting lucky <laughs> um i don't think then, so i think his team is actually yeah, really then, good. then once he got to one after i think it was after like tevin coleman just started popping off he was like okay my team might be good actually <laughs> uh, yeah uh, yeah. Okay, who is the beginning of your top four? Charlie, who you have dipped down, and it makes sense based off recent results why he would dip down. Um, but I just don't see – I think this week sucked for Charlie, I'll be honest with you. And if he just did what I told him to do, which was start DK Metcalf in his starting lineup, he would have won. He would have <laughs> won. Um, can't believe he didn't start DK against Atlanta. He scored two touchdowns. Um <laughs> but yeah he i just don't see his team i think alshon jeffrey's meh but i don't see chris godwin doing getting only getting eight points um sony Mich- sony michelle's hard because he's just like he's gonna slow down and then rev back up again no one knows what he's gonna do but saquon's amazing obviously i think your quarterback situation is the quarterback and tight ends the worst part of this team uh which stinks which absolutely stinks, especially now that Matt Ryan's injured. Is there more news expected to be back after bye week? So Matt Ryan will be back. He's going to play. Ryan yeah. Will be back. Yeah. I said that. Which is great. I trust yep. Matt Ryan more than Philip Rivers, even though he had a horrible week. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that'll be fine. Actually, it sucks. Ty Johnson didn't pan out at all. He kind of stinks. Um, the Detroit running game is going to be bad. Like Detroit doesn't didn't have a good running game with Carryon Johnson. You took out their most talented back. Do you think it's going to get better? It's yeah. it's not. They can't run the ball. Uh, they cannot. 
Uh, yeah, I still like Charlie's team a lot. I think all of, I think they're all just having a downtrend right now at the same time. Unfortunately, they're all decided like to take a little bit of a break on being good. But I, I like I like his talent a lot, um, and I and I I could taking a break taking a break from being good for a, for a couple couple minutes here. Um, God, it would have been Charlie would have liked this week to happen this last week to happen this week against Dante, where Dante is going to score forty right. points. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I still like Charlie's team. I think Keenan Allen is. Keenan Allen's going to be back eventually. Okay. But if Charlie loses this week, he's 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We both agree to that. (laughs) If he somehow loses this game, I will immediately just dock this man all the way down and be like, okay, he's not good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad we can agree on that. Um, I have Tom at four. The second to last place team in the league. I think he is number four. Who is in the champ? Power rankings. Who is champ? It's Tom. Tom is the champ. Everyone remember that. He's bringing Mark Ingram back this week after scoring like 150 last week. Um, Tom's got a good team. Like people, like we talked about it. Looks like Joe Mixon said, I'm back, guys. Like, don't worry. I'm still here. Jamal Williams. He's like, I'm still here, guys. Tyrell Williams. He's still here. Like Tom's got a lot of depth. He has a guy to start basically whatever he has somebody on by Tom's going to be fine. And uh, I think his team, he's going to have a tough game this week because he does have Michael Thomas and Joe Mixon, his two best players on by, but Tom is still right in this. He's got the talent to get back to the playoffs. He has the talent to go far in the playoffs. So I have to put him in the top four. Uh, Very, very nice matchup. He has though, for when his two of his best players are out, uh, that is nice. That, right, playing nice Alex. and nice and perfect time for that to happen for Tom. So he'll take that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, because uh, he's gonna basically need to just win out at this point. So uh, he needs to win every week. I think five wins got into the playoffs last year. I don't think that's gonna happen. This oh yeah, year. it's the competition's tough this year. I think everyone but Alex has a team that is that could possibly make the playoffs so especially especially when a dante's five and three and i think he's him and quinn are like the worst of worst of everybody right now besides alex so it stinks that a is one of the worst teams and has has a very good record right now yeah i know that's kind of sad for tom and like i mean even quinn and max because like so one of those guys is not going to make it and it's going to be because of dante gets in most likely but i mean they're only a game back so you never know because Dante's going to lose this week so yeah. we'll see anyway um i have you at number three top three i think your team's still really good you didn't have ezekiel elliott in last week and uh brandon cooks died in the middle of the game which has happened to me before so i get it it's frustrating um but no, I think your team's still really good. You got Zeke coming back this week, of course, against me. But I mean, he was just on by. It's not like he was hurt, so I can't really complain that much. DeAndre Hopkins is here, by the way. Yeah. Um, Twenty-one and sixteen in his last two games. Like he's back. Like we all knew he would be back. Tom trading him, I don't understand, but that's his choice. Yeah, you got it. The only thing you got to be worried about is Terry McLaurin. Like also. I have a complaint. Why is James White's projection not exactly just 10.00? It's 9.33. That's ridiculous. It should be 10.00 every single game for the rest of the year. Every single game. That's what he scores every game. Awful predictions. Awful predictions by Sleeper. (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. Um, But no, you got – I mean, you still have the best two running backs in the league, and you've got DeAndre Hopkins. So – Who's your wide? Oh, Brandon Cooks was your wide receiver too, but you're not playing. I still think him. I think Allen Robinson's better than Brandon Cooks, which is sad. You're probably so. right. I mean, the Bears throw to him all the time. Allen Robinson's a good wide receiver, like for fantasy this year. Yeah, he hasn't been bad. So. He's top fifteen in, in PPR. So, yeah, I mean, your only weakness, yeah, Terry McLaurin is really inconsistent, and then Cameron Bray. <laughs> yeah. So, those are your only two weaknesses right now, unfortunately. But. 
if they can even do anything, then your team is still going to be really good. So yeah, I, I just need, uh, I'm number three as well for myself. Yeah. Just, I thought Terry was going to be that flex guy, but it seems like that is not happening. Um, if Dwayne Haskins is in, that's really not happening. Cause when case Keenum was in, that is when he scored 5.9 points. That is when he did everything on Thursday. Um, in the first half, he looked very good, was catching a lot, a lot of balls from case Keenum. Then Dwayne Haskins had to come in for the second half and he, he literally scored zero points the second half. Like Dwayne Haskins is just trash apparently. So Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. So I just really need to hope Case Keenum stays healthy here, apparently, which sucks because everyone at the beginning of the year was like, oh, Terry McLaurin might be a good stash because uh, Dwayne Haskins was his quarterback in college. So if he starts playing, like they're going to be great together. But every time Haskins gets in, McLaurin sucks because Haskins sucks. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Haskins is clearly not ready. Um, But yeah, Terry McLaurin was really good with. Keenum is quarterback, and we'll see if Cam gets out of concussion protocol. That's actually going to be really big for you going into this week. Is if it depends who starts at quarterback, maybe it'll be Colt yeah. McCoy, which honestly you should probably hope oh, God. for. Uh, I'm heavily consider. I mean, it's against Buffalo too, which is making me. I guess Buffalo kind of sucked it up against Philadelphia last week, but it's kind of making me want to play DJ Moore or Mike Williams or somebody else. Uh, Kiki Kiki Kuti yeah. didn't play last week, did he? Wow, he didn't. That's sad. I don't know. But again, starting two Houston receivers is dangerous. But it's up yeah, to you. no, I was just wondering what I I forgot what I thought because Kiki Kuti had began to rev up, but they just did not play him last week at all. <laughs> they said no, we hmm. don't want to play. Didn't know uh, that. But yeah, no, I would never start <laughs> Kuti. I would definitely not start Kuti. Uh, maybe. Debo Samuel had a good week. See, I just have all these players that like will randomly have a good week, and I don't know who to choose. That's my issue. It's similar to Tom. You have a bunch of very decent players. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. You're at three. Um, should I move on to my two then? Because uh, I'm also at three. Go ahead. My two is Michael. Everybody, Michael. Um, and I'm beginning to... I'm beginning to put him. He's inching closer and closer to being on that tier with Anthony. He beat Anthony last week. Anthony was not full strength. Arguably, two of his best players were out, obviously, Patrick Mahomes and Kamara. Um, but Michael, if you look at Michael's starting lineup now, it's it's still impressive. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty darn good. But if you think about a starting lineup, once we get to playoffs, once David Johnson's fully back, once Adams is finally back, um, once AJ Green is back, once Will Fuller is back, like the list just keeps going on and on. Michael, um, you, you you've gotten some nice trades. I can't say because because we talked about trades in the chat this week, and at the time, my trades with Alex for Ezekiel Elliott and my trade with Quinn for Antonio Brown looked like I heavily won those. But now we we fast forward a year later and. Um, I lost the Quinn trade for sure because Cooper Cup's insane and Antonio Brown is crazy and and uh, yeah. he's literally insane and can't play in the NFL because of it. I was going to say, you described them yes. very similarly but meant completely yes. different things. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, well, the Zeke-Dalvin Cook trade is confusing at this point because now I have Dalvin Cook again. Uh, so, so Alex didn't... I really win the trade because I ended up winning a trade that I made for Dalvin cook this year with him. Yeah. So it was a weird, weird, um, turnaround there, but yes, you definitely won overall. overall. I won, but if there was no trade this year, Alex arguably won that trade because he got a first rounder and Dalvin cook, whose stats are better than Zeke by a bit, I guess this year. Uh, once again, you uh, go to me in the power rankings and just talk about your yes. team. Yes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> okay. Well, that was my little side tangent because I wanted to talk about your trades and how they seem very one-sided now, uh, but in a year they could be they could turn out very different. Uh, but so I'm just going to talk about your trades and how they look now. And now, 
for this year, you have very much won these trades. Um, I don't, well, we don't know what's going to happen to David Johnson, but I can guarantee you, you, you are never going to start Mark Walton or Hunter Renfro this year. Both of them would, yeah, on this team. both oh. of them would be on your bench permanently this year. So already an improvement, whether or not David Johnson plays one game or five or however many, he's definitely going to be back in for the playoffs. I, I think, um, because he's day to day right now. The only way he's not back for playoffs is, is if the Cardinals are lying to us and he's actually really hurt. Um, so having David Johnson, having David John, like just listing your running backs, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, Dave Montgomery, David Johnson, Miles Sanders, five startable running backs. You can only start four, Michael. You can only start four of those. Um, and then. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about your wide receiver thing on this podcast before, and you have like f- four really good wide receivers too: Devonta Adams, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, AJ Green. When he comes back, uh, all all very good, talented people. We don't know where we don't know if AJ Green's going to be fantasy viable yet, um, but he's still a very talented player, albeit old and on a team where they're going to have a rookie at quarterback now. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Michael, you got insane talent. The only arguable weak point of your team is Evan Ingram, um, who is still, he's just inconsistent, um, still very talented and injured every once in a while. And injuries, I guess, is the other one, but everyone's just going to need to stay injured for weeks. You're going to make playoffs. So everyone's just going to need to stay injured until week 16 for you to lose. Basically, if, if this team's at full strength, it, it definitely can beat Anthony's team. Uh, huge depth. Very good. Yeah. Michael, you've, you've got a good team here. I have, uh, I've tried to kind of push my way back up through this league. I've, I, mean, I was second to last last year. So looking at my team now, I'm pretty happy with what I've done. But uh, I guess you touched on a lot of things. Like Evan Ingram, as much as you say he's my weakness, he's still the number four tight end in our league. So yep. could be worse. Um, David Montgomery's here. Like he finally had his breakout game. He, he looked great too. I don't know if you watched it. I watched a lot of that game. He got like the week before, I was just devastated. He touched the ball three times. But then this week, he touched the ball 31 times. Like, that's awesome. I loved it. That was great. Exactly what I was hoping for. Um, played 73% of the snaps for a running back. That's great. Mike Evans went off. I'm getting Devontae Adams back this week, most likely. Le'Veon Bell is his schedule. I was kind of hoping he'd get traded to like a good team, but you know, his schedule left is just awesome. So I think he's going to be fine. Um, Aaron Rodgers has gone off for two weeks in a row, bringing him to the number four quarterback in the league. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, Yeah, Miles Sanders looked great this week, despite getting a little bit of an injury, but apparently he's fine. I mean, Miles Sanders, basically, he just had a – he had one, like, a really long run. He had a 74-yard touchdown, which is good. (laughs) But uh, he'll be fine. He'll be good going forward. Um, Yeah, I'm happy where I'm at. I – Got Anthony. I had a really good week. So we'll see what I do this week. I told you a few weeks ago, these next two weeks would be the uh, kind of defining moments of my season. We'll see if I'm up to the challenge against you. We'll see. We'll see. I hope so. Um, No David Johnson for you this week, but still should be interesting. We'll see if Devonta Adams is back too. Yeah, I hope, I really hope he's back. That's the one I've been waiting for. So number one is Anthony still. Despite my victory, um, John and I were talking about him together. Like, his team has insane depth. Once he gets Patrick Mahomes back and he gets Alvin Kamara back, like, watch out. He uh, He's stuck, stuck uh, starting Juju Smith-Schuster Awful. this week, which why he didn't start him last yeah, I week, I don't know. He was playing Miami and he scored 19 points. So, I don't know. We didn't understand that, but... Yeah, he, he's got to start Juju in his second flex, which is real tough. God, his team's still really good. That's, that's a pretty good team. Stefan Diggs has, has become uh, very good lately, too. All of a sudden, he's he's definitely must start now. Uh, 
Yeah, just a great team. Uh, nothing much else I can say about it. Very impressive that he, at least in this. It'll be interesting to see if him and Chris, what happens yeah, there. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Two two really yeah. good games this week between him and Chris and me and you. Yeah, the top four in our power rankings. Whoa. Oh, well, I didn't have yeah, Chris. Chris but five for me. Chris it c- could yeah. be top four. Yeah, he definitely he could. He really could. So, yeah, big. I think those are like the top. Oh, there'd they'd be three of the top five in the in the um, standings, and I would I wouldn't even count Dante in those standings. So probably the, the top, top four, four scores. Standings top four facing scores. off. Yeah, the top four yep. scores. Is it really? Yeah, the top four scores in the league facing off this week. Wow, that's exciting. That'll be cool. Speaking of next week, do we want to do want to look ahead? Let's look at it. Uh, let's start Go with. Go ahead. We can leave yeah, our. Well, let's game start for with last. Uh, Dante Charlie. Be, just get this one out of the way. We talked about it a little bit. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, uh, Julio Jones, all on by. Uh, so Dante's playing Dak this week, which is still a great start. Uh, although he has slowed down since the beginning of the season. A little bit, just a little bit, not that much. Uh, this one should be. I'm gonna predict Charlie here. I don't. What about you, Michael? Ooh, it's gonna be close. Uh, yeah, with a Dante projected at 43 <laughs> and Charlie projected 107. I, I think Charlie might pull this one out. Just close though, yeah, real close. Very close. Um, I, I, this one. Do we want to talk about the, this one? Oh, this ahead. will be probably the close. Char- I know Charlie's been in some close games. This one will be the closest, though. <laughs> Shouldn't be. God forbid for Charlie. <laughs> be so sad. Again, if he loses this game, he's going <laughs> to ten. Charlie, I'm, that's my Charlie watch for this week. Charlie loses. He's he is the worst team in this league. Speaking of the battle for last, Alex versus Total Tom. Premium, possibly. Possibly. What do you think is um, going to happen? So Tom has Joe Mixon and Michael Thomas on a buy, as we mentioned earlier. Also, Calvin Ridley's on a buy, so you can't play him to replace Michael Thomas. Uh, so so Tom's a little bit. Uh, he's he's down some players here. Alex is not down anybody. Uh, anybody important. I guess Robert Woods. Robert Woods is his best wide receiver, isn't he? Uh, John Brown. John Brown is better than Robert Woods. Okay. Um. So he is missing Robert Woods, which hurts a little bit. But this is. A, I'm still going to go Tom here. This is a great week for Tom to be missing his best player because uh, he's facing Alex. So there are some nice matchups for Alex, but I still like Tom. You know, with the current lineup that Alex has in, I will agree with you. However, if Alex subs out Tyreek Cohen for Sammy Watkins, I would pick Alex. Um, I don't think Tyreek Cohen's going to do much. His target count is going way down. So, yeah, I I would pick Alex, but with the current lineup that I think he's going to play, I'm going with Tom. I don't think think there'll be that much of a difference between Cohen and Watkins is my prediction. Um, ah, uh, I disagree, but that's, that's I mean, your they call. both scored seven last week, so I don't think they're I don't think they're, they're both playing hard teams too. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Tom is Tom's champ. Max and Another Quinn. Four Tom's and four champ. matchups. Four and fours all around. Uh, Max. Okay, I haven't I've have actually I haven't actually looked at this matchup. Max projected a loser right now by two. He hasn't, he hasn't taken changed Latavius his lineup out. yet. So he can put in uh, Emmanuel Sanders yeah, that's what he's there. Do for sure. Yeah, Emmanuel or Frank Frank Gore, maybe. No, Frank Gore is, hasn't maybe. been doing well lately. Um, but Sleeper hasn't projected pretty high. Uh, let's see. Uh, I am going to go Max because these are some these are some nice matchups for him. I liked Tyler T- Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson against Tampa Bay. That's very nice. That is a very, very nice. Uh, sh- hopefully Lockett will be the one catching touchdowns this week instead of DK for, for Max. 
Uh, Melvin Gordon and Aaron Jones actually facing each other this week. Um, is this a week? This could be, and I don't know. I don't know if Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's only been out there for fifty percent of the snaps every week, basically. It's not uh, bad for a running back, uh, especially when you have Austin Eckler there as well. Um, right. I'll go. Uh, I think I'll go Max. Yeah, I think I'll go Max. Depends if Thielen plays. Depends if it's gonna be close. Too. I'm gonna agree with you. If Thielen plays, I'm gonna go Quinn. If he doesn't, I'm going Max. Um, yeah, Max has nicer matchups, but I think this is the week Kittle goes off. So I um, going with Max. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm going with Quinn. Quinn, final answer. Quinn. Uh, Mark Walton goes off too. So Quinn. It looks like Quinn has a more even trade. So uh, Quinn, yeah. <laughs> I can't Quinn. wait to see Mark Walton go off. All right. <laughs> Mark Walton is so good. good. All right. Uh, Brodtopolis versus Andy. Chris actually projected a win right now by 0.3. Yeah, it's going to um, be close. That's because no Camara again for Anthony. Um, does Anthony put Gallup in? He's not have Gallup in right now. I don't know. Um, Gallup hasn't been, I mean, Gallup's been injured. Hasn't been doing much, obviously, since he got injured. He got 22 against Green Bay, actually. Um, Mahomes not playing again this week. He won't be back until week 10 at least. So this is the week for, for Chris to beat Anthony if it's any week. Josh Jacobs versus Detroit, Cooper versus Giants. God, those flexes suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Odell does nothing because he's facing Denver. Uh, I'm going to go, Anthony. Yeah, I think I am too. I think it's going to be super close, though. Daniel Jones playing Dallas is going to hurt, but I don't know how, I don't know if Dallas's defense is that good. Like, I think Daniel Jones can do, still do some stuff. He's going to have to get the ball out quick though. Um, Nick Chubb will get the ball a lot in Denver. Uh, yeah. I, I got to go Anthony in this one. I don't know why KC, they're saying KC is a red matchup for Stefan Diggs. Like KC gives up a ton of passing yards. So but yeah, I'm not worried about that yet. They're going to be fine. So, yeah, I'm going Anthony. Close, though. Chris has four straight losses. He's had a brutal schedule recently. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because last week KC didn't give up that much to wide receivers. They're just giving up passes to Aaron Jones, basically. To the running backs? Like KC has yeah, been very bad against wide receivers this whole year, so I don't know why that's that way either. Um, but Oh, boy. Okay, John. The oh matchup boy. of the week. And I've got some juicy matchups. Juicy. You do have juicy matchups. Uh, uh, actually, God. So do I. I've I got really good matchups, I really hope this Houston-Jacksonville game isn't like the first one. I, I'm begging, please, please don't be 13-10 to 10 like the last Houston-Jacksonville game. I don't want that to happen. Uh Low scoring. It is always game. low. Every Houston Jacksonville game is like ten to ten. It, it it's just gonna happen. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I have to keep them in. It. Like Ramsey's not there anymore. Maybe that makes a difference. I don't know. It's I'm scared. That one's at. Wait, that one's in London. Oh, that one's Come in on, London. John, what are you gonna predict? At yeah, six thirty a.m. my time. I have to really wake up early for that one. Oh yeah, it's gonna be an Jeez. early Sunday well, morning. Luckily, for I you. don't have to watch that one. Um, yeah, I'm predicting you. <laughs> I'm predicting you because of that. They've got them. They've got them projected pretty high. But honestly, every time Houston plays Jacksonville, it is low scoring. Nothing happens, and I don't have anyone. Like I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna play anybody over these two. So I'm gonna keep them in. But and I don't have a tight end this week, basically. So. Yeah, your tight end situation is tough. But Cameron Bray, I mean, you never know. If OJ Howard's out, Cameron Bray could Yeah, I'm waiting to could do some things. But it looks like OJ it looks like OJ Howard's gonna be back. Sucks. 
Anyway, yeah, this is a very tight projection. 119-118 projected right now. I like Aaron Rodgers against the Chargers. I'll just say this. If Devontae Adams plays, I think I'm going to win. If he doesn't, then I'm probably going to have to throw back a Miles Sanders, and he's playing Chicago, so that would suck. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. If Devontae Adams plays, I'm, I think I'll win. But if he doesn't, I'm going to go uh, with you. Oh, yeah. Um, God, Adams should be back by now. I don't know what's, what's taking this guy so long. Yeah. They said he's going to play this week. They said All he's right. going to play, so um, we'll see. God, I really hope. I don't know what I should do about my tight ends. I really Herndon is now has points projected on sleeper, so maybe that's a good sign. Maybe Herndon will be here against Miami. I would definitely start him against Miami. Please, Herndon. I would go call Chris. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. You got to find something to I get. I can't it. trade my flexes because they sucked last week, and everyone's like, "No, that guy sucks." Why do I take? Why would I take DJ Moore? He scored six points. Why did I take Terry McLaurin? He sucks. Why did I take James White? He only scores 10. If I was Chris, I would take Terry McLaurin for Darren. Yeah. Well, he's only interested in getting like, he's only interested in getting my good, my really good players like Cook, Hopkins, Elliott, all people that I'm just never going to trade. So, yeah. Right. It's just like a stuck, we're stuck. We're stuck in a situation where, I just can't get Waller. I can't get Andrews from him because he he doesn't want these bad. We're both in a very similar situation where our flexes kind of suck recently. My flexes are definitely my flexes definitely have more potential than his, but they've not performed lately. I don't know. Go spend a lot of money on uh, Darren Fells. <laughs> I dropped him. Yeah, should have ah, known that thirty-three-year-old tight end was Darren. worth keeping. Six seven. Very good. He is good. All right. I think I mean I was expecting more fire, John. I'm disappointed. I thought yeah, you were gonna like, really go off on me. If it was like two hours ago, I would have gone off more, but I think I forgot I got I got all happy. But in between the podcast and two hours ago when I was fired up, I did fun things and I got too happy. I should have just stayed mad. I was expecting fire. Like I thought you were yeah, gonna yell well, at me. I can't yell at you. I was yeah, gonna yeah. yell. I was never gonna yell at you. I was gonna yell at everybody else for doing this. Basically, my whole spiel was gonna be like, "What are you?" I just don't know what Quinn was think. Like, I want to know what was going through Quinn's head when he was like, "I need to trade David Johnson right now, a very talented running back who's." Like ever, I've seen it in the chat. Like I've seen Quinn slowly break down on David Johnson once Chase Edmonds like started taking over, but it was because David Johnson got injured, and then Kenyon Drake gets traded, and all of a sudden Quinn's like, "Oh my God, David Johnson's worth nothing," and I'm like, "What? No! How does that work? How does it work like that? How is David Johnson all of a sudden really bad and not worth anything?" Uh, because this, I think sometimes we forget this is a dynasty league, and I've been there too. I'm the one who started all this off. I'm I'm the one who traded you Tyree Kill, yeah, so I think we just all need to. You guys need to learn from my Tyree Kill trade from Alex's. Um, <laughs> I just Mike Evans trade Mike from Evans trade. from also his Kirk Cousins trade is hilarious, but um, and his David Montgomery trade. Remember, he could have had David Montgomery, but he uh, who did he get for the pick? the pick? To me, he got Lamar what Miller. The- <laughs> <laughs> and he got next year's which he doesn't draft have no, uh, I don't know have. what he got with that but uh, yeah and then Quinn with everyone just needs to realize this is a dynasty league take a deep breath David Johnson if he's if he the worst case scenario for David Johnson is he's out for the year and that's not even bad he's still in his 20s and is very talented like he's going to be good next year Quinn, he would have been a great player for Quinn next year. Um, I need to. I needed to take a deep breath, realize that the NFL is the NFL, and not trade Tyree Kill, and and not try to not think that Tyree Kill was just a dead man. Basically, um, we, it's just hard for us sometimes. It seems that was what my whole spiel was going to be. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to say it because I was waiting yeah, for it. That's that's basically. That's basically it. I 
We need to realize this league lasts more than a year. Well, in summary, I'm going to send you all more trades Except this week. Them all. So get ready. It's going to be fun. <laughs> See you next week. Good luck. Not, Not you, Michael. Michael.